Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in Galatians chapter 1. We're going to begin in verse 8 today. What these Judaizers that Paul had been speaking about, what they were doing was so bad that Paul was going to be using some pretty strong words to denounce their actions. He said that even though an angel from heaven comes preaching another message, that let that angel be cursed forever. And if an angel came practicing and preaching another message, he would not be from heaven. No matter how he looked, and no matter what he said. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 14 through 15, Paul warns that Satan, or even an angel, uh, who spreads a false gospel, a fitting response to an emissary of hell, Paul would extend the curse to himself, his message, and that it must never change. The truth of the gospel never changes. Verse 8 of our text today, Paul says, Let God's curse fall on anyone, including myself, who preaches any other way to be saved than the one we told you about. Yes, if an angel comes from heaven and preaches any other message, let him be forever cursed. I will say it again. If anyone preaches any other gospel than the one you welcome, let God curse fall upon him. Now, Paul, he answers all of these false ideas that we've been speaking of over the past few days with the most serious of judgments. He says, let them be cursed. If anyone tries to lay that kind of trip on you, let them be damned. Those are the stakes you see that are on the table here. After all, this is serious stuff, gang. We dare not move away from the truth, the very foundation of our salvation. Now, there are going to be many people who will come and tell you things that well seem very spiritual, very reasonable. But is it what the Bible says? Is it what God has said? Now, one sure sign of trouble in this matter is that their plan always seems to involve their feelings. Such ideas can have and have had people presumably in the name of God doing a lot of strange things. We've seen them barking like dogs in the spirit, laughing like hyenas in the spirit, seeking earthly riches, drinking poison Kool-Aid, waiting on the big mothership to pick them up, selling everything they have for the humanly given stated day of the rapture, condemning your church, hating your brethren, Quitting the band to go solo. Look, clearly Paul's language is pretty tough here. I bet a lot of folks thought, well, he was really mean when he said it, and maybe you think that today. Maybe Paul just didn't really understand what was at stake. John Corson once said, Whenever there is a phenomenon or an expression of the Spirit, if, like Peter on the day of Pentecost, you can say, quote, this is that spoken by the word, end quote. You'll have a solid and stable walk. 
A good rule of thumb concerning any practice or tradition is this. Where do you see it in the life of Jesus? Secondly, does it continue through the book of Acts? And finally, third, is it taught by Paul in the epistles? Verse 10 of our text goes on. Paul says, you can see that I'm not trying to please you by sweet talk and flattery. No, I'm trying to please God. If I were still trying to please men, I could not be Christ's servant. Now in verse 10 of chapter 1, Paul here begins what we know to be the longest autobiographical passage we have concerning him. It's obvious that the pain that his attackers had caused him and were causing him, as well as the alarm and no doubt even discouragement that had come from knowing that people to whom he ministered were being sucked up by some of these guys, the guys that were peddling lies and false doctrine. Paul was one man in a long stream of pastors who have experienced this kind of backlash, if you will, this kind of discouragement. And it comes with the territory, and there really seems to be no avoiding it, unless a pastor is just openly avoiding his responsibilities and frankly ignoring the, the gospel. People in Galatia, as well as many such groups and churches that exist today, they've fallen victim to something known as syncretism. Syncretism is a term which describes a melding of varying, often mutually opposed beliefs, principles, and practices, especially those of various religions, and they meld them into a new conglomerate wholly typically marked by internal inconsistencies. Now, what that means in a nutshell is they've taken their core beliefs, they've mixed them into a hybrid with other contrary beliefs, then presented it as faithful and consistent, when obviously it's anything but that. It's a common slide for people who are not alert and are not self-evaluating, especially if you're incapable or unwilling to acknowledge real truth and personal sin. Now, Paul, he begins here by saying, may I remind you that the gospel is not just something I made up because it was culturally relevant or personally convenient. Now, Paul was standing on the gospel. He was standing on scripture. And this was his final word. It wasn't about feelings. It wasn't about situational ethics or any kind of man-pleasing stance. It was the gospel, plain and simple. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit Believerstogether.com.